Hey everyone, thanks for listening to Everyday Revival with Pastor Kendall Watrous. Make sure to check us out on YouTube and Facebook, or you can visit us at faithlifefamily.com. Here's Pastor Kendall. Well, it's a great day today, and we're hopping back on here with you on Everyday Revival. Hope you've had a great week. Uh, we're looking forward to picking up where we left off last time, and I know uh, many of you uh, listen in your cars, on your, you know, getting ready for work, different uh, times because you know podcasts aren't aren't super long, and so um, at least uh, many of them aren't. But um, we try to keep them within you know uh, a reasonable amount of time so people can listen to them and go back and listen to them and and pull out the scriptures. Um, I hope you've had a great week, like I said, and um, we've been, uh, we started the year here, um, and I told you last time that we were looking at this little mini book uh, by Charles Capps, God's Creative Power for Healing, and we're just pulling out a couple things out of this that are really powerful, and, um, you know, I I just, I love going back and looking at things um, from men and women of God that have revelation on on uh, different different subjects and different things, and it's, you know, that's there to help us and that we can glean from these things. Um, last time we were talking about our words and how uh, I believe we were over, uh, you know, talking about Proverbs eighteen twenty one, you know, that verse there, and many people quote it, but hopefully it's revelation to you, and it's becoming revelation to you, and it says, death and life are in the power of your tongue. And they that love it will eat the fruit thereof. And so we looked at that uh, in depth last week. We were talking about how, um, you know, when when you speak something, it's either death or life. So we we need to be careful about what we say and how we say it. Um, but we're going to continue and and maybe even bring that back up. We're going to see how, uh, you know, we go we go today. But we're we're looking here, and I I have this little. Um, it was an article, um, and I'm just going to read it like this. It says, the following article was entitled, Patient Knows Best, and it was in uh, a 1991 issue of Reader's Digest. You know, that might seem uh, like a long time ago to many of you, because many of you might not have been born then, <laughs> but um, it was a little over 30 years ago, maybe, I guess, give or take a couple years. Um, but this was an article uh that uh, is really powerful, and I want to read it. It says, a person's answer to the question, is your health excellent? Is it good? Is it fair or poor? Is a remarkable predictor of who will live or die over the next four years, according to new findings. So basically, basically what they did was they they took a panel of people, and I'm going to read the rest, but they took a panel of people and they said, look, we're going to ask you this question. Um, is your health, would you say it's excellent? Would you say it's good, fair, or poor? And so they lined them all up and they asked them this question. So it says, a study of more than uh, 2,800 men and women, 65 years and older, found that those who rate their health poor are four to five times more likely to die in the next four years than those who rate their health excellent. This was the case even if examinations show the respondents to be in comparable health. So in other words, even if they were found to, 
to to be in really good health if they said, no, I, I just feel like my, my health is poor or my health is just okay. They were uh, four to five times more likely to die in the next four years than those who said, look, I, you know, I feel like my, my health is excellent. So they took 2,800 men and women, not, not 28, but 2,800. So they did a quite, I mean, that's, that's a good, a good study there. Um, so, and it, it says here, it says people that have an image of themselves being in poor health will talk about poor health all the time. Even though they may be in good health, they seem to live out the reality of the image they have of themselves even unto death. Now, I want to stop right there. Um, when I read that, I just think that is so interesting and it's so powerful. Notice the words here. Even they seem to live out the reality of the image. So it matters what you think on. And we've covered this before in podcasts um, here. We've talked about how we think, but this, this shows that it's so important that what am I thinking on in my downtime? You know, what, what am I allowing my mind to be thinking about while I'm driving to Dunkin' Donuts, right? Or driving down the road to take my kids to school. What am I thinking about? Where is my mind going? Am I just totally unaware of my thoughts? I mean, I'm thinking about this, thinking about that. No, we have to learn to have a disciplined mind and a a disciplined thought life so that we can keep our thoughts in line with what God's Word says. Because if we have an undisciplined thought life, we're going to think like this, like what I just read. We're going to be driving down the street and we feel cold symptoms coming on us. And we start thinking about how, you know, last year we had a cold or we had the flu or we had this or that and how terrible it was. And, and then the enemy jumps, you know, the devil says, yeah, you're just, your, your immune system isn't very good. You know, you're, you're, you're just not doing very well. You, you, you seem to be in poor health. And then before you know it, you're starting to think about that and you're starting to dwell on it and your thoughts are consumed by it. And this is what this article is, is, you know, a medical study of people. And it's, it's amazing what, I mean, when I read that four to five, these people were four to five times more likely to die in the next four years of their life. And it was determined on what they said their answer to somebody saying, what would you rate your health as? So I want you to think about that today while you're listening to this podcast. If somebody were to ask you how you rate your health, what would you say? What do you dwell on on a regular basis about your health? And this is specifically we're talking about healing. We could, we could put this in any arena of our lives, we could talk about our financial situation. We could talk about um, our relationships with people. We could talk about any aspect of life, but today we're talking about healing. So in that area of your life, how would you rate your life, your, your, your quality of life? Would you answer that question and say, you know, 
I, I feel like I'm in poor health. This study showed that four to five, they were, these people were four to five times more likely to die in the next four years. So today what we want to do is we want to tweak our thinking. We want to look at what we're thinking about and how we're speaking and change that in our lives so that we can bring our lives up to this, uh, the quality of life that he provided for us when he died for us. He didn't just die for our sins, y'all. He died so that we could be free in our bodies, so that we could have health and healing in our bodies, and we can walk in wholeness every day. That wasn't just something that uh, was provided for in the Bible. It wasn't done away with the last apostle. It, it's provided for us today, tw- in 2024, the healing is provided for you. And if somebody else has told you something different, I I urge you to look at these verses with us and get this revelation of what he really provided for us. Healing has not been done away with. Healing is, he's still the healing Jesus that he was when he walked on this earth. So it says here, I'm going to read it again. People that have an image of themselves being in poor health will talk about poor health. So, and, and this I see over and over again. We see this in, in pastoring. We see this, you know, just in talking to people, talking to family, talking to, uh, you know, uh, people that have, that, that have issues. Even though they have issues in their body, you can tell when somebody's in faith. You can tell when somebody is, is believing God, that they're actually not just quoting the word, but they're, they, they mean what they say. There's, there's a difference. There's a revelation there. When we speak the word of God, we speak it from a place on the inside, right? We're speaking it from our heart, not just from our heads. But when we speak the word o- over our life, the Bible said that God's word is medicine. It says to all of our flesh. God's word is medicine to all of our flesh. So when I talk about being in poor health, that puts words into action, and that act, the action of those words causes those things to come to pass in my life. Your body starts reacting to what your words are saying. You, you know, it's just like this. I've, I've actually known somebody just recently that they, they gave up in life because of different issues in their life, and there were challenging issues that they were facing. Um, and so I'm not here to, you know, we're not talking, you know, we're not here judging people. What I'm saying is this is the decision that they made. But the minute that they made that decision that they were done, that they were going to go ahead and, you know, go home to be with Jesus, um, their body started shutting down. Their body started shutting down. They were ready to go and their words matched up with that. And so their body started to respond to that. Our words are powerful. Death and life are in the power of your tongue. And the Bible says, we'll eat the fruit thereof of that. In other words, if I love what I'm saying, I'm going to eat the fruit thereof. Proverbs 18, 21. So unfortunately, you know, uh, you know that's the way that ended, but they, they, they made it to heaven. You know, they, they were born again uh, Christian. And so they, they went to heaven. Um, so, 
but he wants us to have quality of life while we're living instead of living uh, a life of, um, you know, that's just like I just read here in poor quality, poor health. It says, even though they may be in good health, they seem to live out the reality of the image they have of themselves even unto death. So here's another side of things that they might actually be in good health, but in their minds, they have they have painted a picture with their words of how they think their life is. So they've talked themselves into thinking, right? Talk themselves in into thinking their their minds are lined up with their word their minds are lined up with the words they're speaking and so they're they're thinking on these things and therefore their lives have become that way even though really in, when they started out they were in perfect health and so we 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 see this that it's very powerful what we say and and, and how we say it listen to this it says what you believe and speak not only affects your body but it, it, it affects your immune system as well. Your words become either a blessing or a curse to you. I'm going to read that again. What you believe and what you speak not only affects your body, but it affects your immune system as well. It affects, so what I'm saying daily, so what I'm thinking it, so because it matters what we think. So if I'm thinking something and I'm dwelling on that, it's going to come out of my mouth. It, it, you know, it, it's in any arena of our life. If we start dwelling on that somebody, you know, doesn't like us, what do we do? If we if we let allow those thoughts into our mind and we start dwelling on it, then we've created the reality with our thinking. It starts coming out of our mouth and it, then it becomes a reality. We, we have got it stuck in our minds that somebody doesn't like us. It might not be, it's probably not true, but we, we've thought it and thought it and thought it and allowed those thoughts to become a reality in our life. So those thoughts become real and they go down into our heart. They come out of our mouth. Out of the abundance of your heart, your mouth speaks. So it's become a reality and it comes out of your mouth. Then it starts, you know, that's just one situation. But when it comes to healing or to, to your body, when you start speaking or I start speaking words of death, in other words, man, I just, my, my knees, I, I, I feel like I have arthritis in my knees, in my hands, in, in my body. I, and you start talking about it. You start looking at your hands and, oh, they're not working the way they should. And, and when we start thinking about that every day, how about this? You know what adds to it? We were talking about this the other day. Just commercials. Have you ever just sat there, you know, unless you have commercial-free TV, which we try to, um, because even when we do watch TV, I don't want to watch the commercials. And so, you know, all the commercials that are out there. Uh, just watching football the other day and uh, the commercials that came on. It's one, uh, you know, uh, pharmaceutical uh you know, pill or, or thing that you can take after the other. And it's, you know, all these side effects and all these things. And, you know, a lot of in preaching, you know, a lot of times we make, uh, we make jokes about it, you know, because it's so, it sounds so ridiculous when you repeat it. But these are things that are constantly fed to us by TV, by social media. 
And so we see them and it becomes a part of our thinking pattern. So when something it starts kind of giving us, you know, a little tweak in our body or in our in our heart starts acting a certain way or, uh, you know, a cold comes on and it's it always goes to the worst case scenario. Why? Because our society, the way things are in, in, in life, the way things are thrown at us all the time, it affects the way we think. That's why we have to renew our minds to the words of the, the word of God is because when we get our mind in line with what God says, it keeps us out of the ditch over there of falling in line with the pattern of the world, the commercials, what people say. Their, their default is worst case scenario. Their default is, you know, you know, if you, if you die that way, well, he, he enjoys the death of his saints and they misquote scripture and it just goes on and on. We have to know God's word for ourselves and it has to become a reality for us. So we understand that when we speak, when we're speaking, especially during cold and flu season, during, you know, it, it doesn't even matter with that. I mean, it could be summertime. It, it's all year long. The enemy is going to come in and he's going to give us thoughts that our bodies are breaking down. That we can't do something, that we can't receive healing because he'll do it for somebody else, but he won't do it for me. Listen, no, no. It, our words are powerful and our words create and frame our worlds. Remember, that's what we talked about last time in the last podcast, how we create and frame our worlds, world by what we say. Listen to this verse. Luke 6, verse 45. Luke 6, verse 45. It says, A good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth that which is good. And an evil man out of the evil treasure of his heart brings forth that which is evil. It says, For out of the abundance of your heart, and I just quoted this, but this is where it's at, Luke 6, 45. For out of the abundance of the heart, your mouth speaks. So again, here's the flow. Thoughts come at you every day. I was just talking about this last night at church when I was, when I was preaching. I was talking about how the enemy brings thoughts, but a lot of times it's not just one thought. It's, it's a multiple uh, uh, machine gun kind of thought pattern. It's like, you know... Da, 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 da. It, it, it's like thought after thought, rapid motion right at your head. I've, I pay attention to, to what's coming at me. I'm very, I'm very um, keen to thoughts that are coming at me. If, if a thought comes at me and it just hits me sideways, I examine that. I examine that. I don't just let that thought in and start dwelling on it, meditating on it. No, I'm going to, the Bible says taking every thought captive. I have to take it captive. It, you know, the, the, I'll, I'll say this, probably one of the scariest things that a Christian can do, a born-again, spirit-filled Christian could do, is get filled with God. You give your life to him. He comes in. You're saved. You're on your way to heaven. Then you get filled with the Holy Spirit. You get filled with the Holy Ghost right? You're, you're, you've got the power of God on the inside of you. And then you just leave your mind open for the enemy, just any thought, anything. And you just 
never renew your mind. That that's a scary a scary scenario. Actually, it's it's a very dangerous situation because um, you, first of all, you'll never grow in the things of God, and second of all, you'll just be you'll just be this target to the enemy all the days of your life, and you'll live miserable just like like mo- other people will. You know that don't know Him. We want to we want to live in that place of of freedom and victory on a regular basis. Amen. So. Out of the abundance of your heart, your mouth speaks. So I don't know about you, but I'm convinced that the word of God knows what it's talking about, that he, God knows what he's talking about. His word is true and that my words that are coming out of my word, uh, my mouth will either frame it's a, We just talked about our immune system. It will frame my immune system. My immune system will react to what I'm saying, I'm always sick. You know, I just feel, I feel terrible all the time. You know, do, do you know that he'll, if you ask him, he'll give you wisdom? Ask God, ask him. If you have God living on the inside of you, which you, you know, you know, many of you do, hopefully all of you do, you can ask him and say, I need your help. I, I feel, I feel bad. You know, my body, I just feel weak. Lord, what can I do, what, you know, to, to have more energy? What can I do to change things in my life? I, you know, I went through a season because everybody has, you have the natural side of things. You have hormone changes. You have, you know, uh, seasons where you're not getting as much sleep. There's a natural side to things, and he'll help you in that. He'll say, he might say, you know what, you're not getting any exercise. Go out and walk three times a week. You know, sometimes we just, we complicate things and make things so difficult, so over-spiritualize things. He's there. He's our helper. That's what the Holy Spirit on the inside is, is he's our helper. And he's here to help us when we have questions. Instead of talking, you know, death and, and you know, uh, just weakness over our body, ask him, say, you know, I, I just don't, I don't feel right. I need your help. What can I do? you know, to help with my body. You gave me this body. You know exactly how it works. You know, we're so quick to to go to doctors. I'm not against them. We have doctors here. I mean, I'm not against them. Please m- listen to my words. But, you know, we do need to to get God involved in, in our decision making instead of just taking the natural side all the time. Do the natural and the spiritual side. Put them together, right? Go out and get some exercise. Take some vitamins. Watch what you eat. (laughs) You know, we just got through with Christmas. Man, sometimes there's all this good food around, and it's just looking at you. That doesn't mean I have to eat it all. I eat it in moderation, right? And so when I do that in moderation, my body feels good. I don't feel weighted down. I don't feel tired all the time. So there's a natural side and there's a spiritual side. Well, you know, I I could go on on that today, but we're actually going to pick up on that next week. Um, And we'll pick up here on uh, the end of this verse for the out of the abundance of our heart, our mouth speaks. So whatever's on the inside of us is going to come out. And so we want to make sure, take this week, um, now that you've listened to this podcast, take this week and pay attention to what you're saying. Pay attention to what's coming out of your mouth and, and really guard your, 
you're, you're, you're speaking and ask God to help you with it. Because listen, we can't do those things on our own. We need his help in every arena of our life. Isn't that true? Well, until next time, take these verses that we looked at today, study them for yourself. Look at what God's word says for yourself. And these things will impact your life. These things will change you because God's word, it never fails. So until next week, have a great week and we'll see you next week on Everyday Revival.